This episode of Coffee and Tequila is being sponsored by Helix Sleep. Blessed day. The Lord has sent us good weather. Blessed be the Fruit Loops. That's what I've been reading in all Blessed the... Blessed be the Fruit Loops. That, that's what I've been reading in all that the... That sounds like board. a gay slur. They say, Blessed be the Fruit Loops. Uh, we are here to cover The Handmaid's Tale, Episode 5. Uh, episode 4, mm-hmm. or uh, Season 5, Episode 4. This one was called Dear Offred. My name is Zach. And I'm Jennifer. I have not even been on Facebook today. I could not go on it. I, I, because I, I wasn't going to be able to watch it until like an hour ago. So I just watched oh. it. I'm, I'm fresh off of it. Um, but I knew, like, I logged into Facebook just t- with instinct this morning, and I immediately saw like a screenshot. I'm like, nope, nope, done. <laughs> what was it? I don't even know because I clicked off of it so fast. Oh. I just like they they are freaking on it. These people will stay up to like three AM to watch the first episode. And more power to you. Also, do it. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of stuff I was reading was really negative. People were saying they thought it was boring. They were disappointed. Oh, really? I they thought this one was boring. Yes, a lot of people said that, but I actually thought it was so far one of the better mm. ones of the season because it wasn't action packed. Yeah, but it gave us a lot of good little bits of information, maybe of things to come. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know. I've just been like, uh, it was also. I have to admit, when I turned it on, I was a little bit like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this stress right now. I've I've been having to cover so much content for mm-hmm. just all of the various things that we're doing, and it, it's just like so much. There's just so much content out there these days that it's like really hard to keep up. And I want to watch everything because it seems like every time I I turn, everybody's talking about something new, and I'm like, how are you all watching like everything? Right. Or, have mean, you watched the Dahmer show? Everybody's <gasps> talking about the Dahmer I watched show it. Right now. I watched it Sunday. And I finished, don't know. finished it last night. Have you watched it? I know, and I don't know if I can. I know. It's, I'm going to tell you, okay. I watched tons of things about serial killers. I love um, serial killers. <laughs> okay. Shows about serial killers. <laughs> I like um, reading about it, educating myself about it. But I'm going to tell you, this one was probably the hardest watch. Was it for hard? Me. So mm-hmm. I am very familiar with this case already. I have, mm-hmm. I have, because I have that morbid curiosity. I've seen crime scene photos. I have seen right. all of that. I have mm-hmm. seen the, the courtroom uh, uh, yeah. footage of the mm-hmm. victim's families, like screaming. Yeah, and me too. Like, it is, it, that was a really hard case anyway. And then also right. being like part of this LGBT community, I like that's something that kind of hits closer to home because it was like, you know, within my right. own community and the way right. it was kind of handled because these were like young, um, uh, gay men of color. Like that was already right. like they, they, those victims were never paid the attention or given the care that they, they, they could have had to like make it out of situations like this, especially a hundred percent. I'm like definitely referencing the one who like got away and they thought and it was they just like a lover's hand, spat. Mm-hmm. hand delivered him back they just the cops are like wrapping him up with a bow and say here you go yeah it sounds it's just the case itself is really really hard to kind of digest anyway so i me and alistair like really want to check it out but we're like ah it's just it's hard it was a hard watch but i will say hands down phenomenal acting Oh, I'm Phenomenal. sure. Phenomenal. Evan it Peters so is wonderful. Good. You remember him from uh, Mare of Easttown, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Ryan Murphy made that, or made this show, Dahmer, and Ryan Murphy like casts Evan Peters in every little thing that he can. And so I grew up with Evan Peters in American Horror Story, and so I fell in love with him, like you know, mm-hmm. f- with that. And then he was in Mare of Easttown, and he was so good. I think he won an award for that actually. And now he's doing this one, and it's like he's he's gonna be a, like a tour de force. He's really like getting up there with these roles. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I I I loved the show. It was just a really hard watch for me. It was just mm-hmm. so for me for me it was just gut wrenching. It was just so sad yeah. on so many levels. Well, and it's wild because Niecy Nash is also a really great actress as well. And she and did fantastic. Did she? I've been. Mm-hmm. That's like these are like the reasons I really want to watch this stuff is because I know like I am somebody who loves to watch performances. You know, I love right. watching these things. Right. Um, it's just yeah, the true crime of it all is is kind of what's stopping me right now. But like her character, you know, she was a real person who was like all of her, his neighbors were were telling the police, "Hey, we like smell something, and yes. it smells like a freaking dead body." Is nobody gonna go over there and and take the door yeah. down? It's just it crazy, was insane. Mm. And it went on way too long. It could have been stopped much much earlier. But you watched right. the whole thing, yeah. 
How many episodes is it? You said you watched it on a Sunday. Yeah, I watched <laughs> the last the one last day. night. Well, the thing is, Saturday we were playing cornhole from morning till night. So Ooh. I was just completely exhausted. And Sunday I didn't do anything, but we sat here and watched that all day long. My God. I, yeah, that's that. I, that's. I, I don't even know if I could watch it all in one day because of how hard it must have been to judge us. So it, it was hard. You just, I guess, the self-hatred for you. You just hate yourself. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> it was just so I didn't want to turn it off. I yeah. just, I don't, I can't describe it. I don't know. I don't mm. know. But now I can't get it out of my head. So today I specifically did not listen to anything to do with it. Yeah. Today I focused on Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Oh, that's yeah. something we should cover one day. Today I'm listening to all things Amy Winehouse. So I guess we should get to the point of this episode, The Handmaid's Tale. Yes. <sighs> um, yeah. That is something that is also super hard to digest. I'm really glad we're getting it week by week because this episode, I think, was really intense. You said people were I calling it boring. Yeah, people were saying that it was boring. Um, um, it was boring. They expected more. Um, I, I tried to take some screenshots. <laughs> I think maybe this this uh, series has, in a way, shot itself in the foot by being so high stakes intensity at certain moments. But people have to remember that this is how every season is: is you have your quieter episodes, you have your setup episodes, right, and then you have your like big blowout episodes, right? Like we get the well, preview yes. for the next one, and they got fucking oh, explosions. Gosh. So hopefully, the people will be like happy with like all of the Mission Impossible shit we'll probably get for the well, next episode. I know because the negatives were it was boring, and then I'm I'm here reading this, and I've seen this lots of lots of times. People are over June's facial expressions. I have seen that. The facial and expressions. I'm a little and bothered by that. There was a whole article talking about the close-up shots. And I, I know. let me tell y'all, y'all going to be singing its praises at the very end of the series when they collect all of the close-up shots of the whole series and put right. them in a fucking montage together. Because that's coming. That right. is coming. They, there's a purpose to these. And it's a really smart, cute wonderful editorial choice that they're going to use all of that at the, in the final season. I guarantee right. it. I feel it in my bones. Um, this episode was uh, called Dear Offer. It, it was directed by Dana Gonzalez. And I, I note that because uh, I thought it was such a tonal shift from the other ones this season. And I was like, has he ever directed another episode in this and he directed the one right before this the one right before this and this one feel like two different directors they feel so different from each other that hmm. this one felt like i don't know there was something about this one it felt more cinematic and even the coloring felt darker mm. and like harsher and everybody looked harsher under the light you know i always Did you notice any of that? harsh <laughs> I just think it looks like that all the she time. She says they look old. She says it just looks said, dark and depressing all the time. Oh, but you know what else people are always talking about is how bad June always looks. People are like, I'm tired of her wearing red. Well, now somebody, today she was wearing brown. Well, I don't know what they want her to look like. Do they want her they to want put her some to... makeup on? Fix she her doesn't hair. need to put makeup on. Like, this is the real realism of it all is that right. why would she put makeup on? And you right. know she's having a that that decision within herself. Elizabeth Moss is deciding Offred. Or right. I keep call, I should not call her Offred. Uh, <laughs> we got I the return know. of the Offred name today. So I have to Terrible. like take it out of my head. Um, June June would not be wearing makeup. It just doesn't make any mm -hmm. sense. Um I don't know. The overall episode I thought was pretty intense in and of itself. So I. I thought, but I, I, I have to say, um, I had so many moments where I was just so happy with everybody during mm -hmm. this. Episode. I know, me too, me and too. Which is such a weird like contrast to like the subject matter, right? Yeah, but I just think there was a some turning points. Yeah, maybe. And like the some of the characters. Made me really happy in how yeah. they were the, talking to June and stuff. So let's kind of get mm -hmm. into it. The We open with June, you know, just... Uh, see, this is why she don't take care of this damn baby. is because she tries to take care of this baby. She tries to take the baby to the park, give it, like, a nice day at the Ballinger uh, Park, <laughs> City Park. And, uh, <laughs> and some woman comes up and harasses her. Mm-hmm. Calls her uh, a whore. Whore, slut, and June, they do make a big point in the next scene when they're in therapy, and she's like, I got violent. I'm really like, you shoved a lady. Like, I think that's okay. I know, but th they were real concerned. She's like, but I don't know what happened to her. 
I don't like. I was thinking, did I miss something? I'm like, did you murder another one? Is she in the <laughs> in the water? <laughs> Should we go looking for her? But honestly, you can't be killing I don't everybody, know June. many people that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's how my mind works. You but I don't know many kid. people that would have done the different. You touch my dog. You touch my dog, and I'm I'm gonna get a little slappy slappy with you. I know. Okay. I, I have been known in the past to <laughs> maybe uh, be uh, the McDonald's. I remember. Yeah, leave McDonald's. my my kid alone. And then we had to ask her out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> had to leave real fast. I remember. I just remember that very specifically because the lady had like like fifty ear piercings on her oh, ear. I don't, I don't know, just like little details that I remember from I that. don't remember. I just remember they she made me very angry. Mm. It was over Bailey. Bailey yeah. it was over Bailey. The tower he jumped out. <laughs> 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 what is your cup today? Sweater weather. Oh so cute. It's sweater weather guy. It is. I'm gonna get a diet coat cozy. Put a dot coat cozy on. Um, yeah, this freaking woman. Like, let me tell you, you you touch my kid, you touch my dog, whatever. Like, I she was completely justified here, and I was worried going into the next scene where she's like, "I'm scaring myself. Um, I got violent." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Let's not do this. Please stop doing this." And painting her as like having these 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 reactions that don't make any sense because they make complete sense. Right. These reactions but maybe she's make so just much trying sense. to make sense of it in her head. Yeah. Well, and, I think they're, they're making a point to this, too, later on right. in the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because she is, like, starting to scare herself a little bit. Uh, we we get Serena and Tuella again. Again. <laughs> Freaking, like, I'm, I'm ready for somebody to take Tuella out because he's just making me angry. He's supposed, know, to, be, he he's supposed to be June's advocate. He's supposed to be a victim's right. advocate, and he seems, like, a but little too sympathetic. But he's always with Serena. Always. And he's like... like She's never going to kiss your cheek again. Maybe your expectations are too high, June. You want her to pay for her So bad. So dumb. (laughs) But like, so the point is like Serena Joy is now out of, out of, I guess, Canadian custody. They keep saying America and they're bringing America back into this. And I'm getting really confused. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm confused about all of it too. But she was, I guess, released from American custody was now. it American custody or was it Canadian custody? Because I'm guessing America is between Can- Can- Canadian, <laughs> Canada, Canadian? And, <laughs> Canada okay. and and Gilead or something. So then why, why do they release her to American custody then? Why don't they just, she stays in Canada. Well, I think America they don't offered her. her like, like some sort of citizenship or something like that so mm-hmm. that she could have gone back into it and and um she rejected that so that she can be a mouthpiece outside in canada i guess like right it's freaking weird man that that like they basically have an embassy set up now gilead mm-hmm. does in canada it's like a safe space for serena joy which mm-hmm. rings super true as well like this happens is 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 we, you know, all of these countries have all these real shitty things going on, ours included, have all these shitty things going on, and we're all setting up embassies in each other's countries, and, you know, we can't do anything about it because then you're going to start World War Three. you know? Like, right. So they're having to have these sort of, like, political relations with each other, and it's so infuriating because Serena Joy is basically gave it, given the safe space. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, the hypocrisy of Serena Joy drives me insane. It drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah, I know. I feel like that when I look at her. Well, I, yeah, me too. When she's like, I'm like, why aren't you wearing the cerulean um, um, <laughs> wife outfit? Hmm? Where's your outfit? Because you're wearing pants. This bitch shows up in a pantsuit in this episode. I, she is free. She is free. Don't you want to be free. in Gilead? Don't you want to be a Gileadian? <laughs> she is free to wear pants. She'll be mm. jeans next week. It's freaking crazy. It makes me so mad. She is so fake. She is so fake. It's all of these ideals that she like keeps preaching and telling everybody, oh, well, it's a better way of life. But she's not following the rules. Well, it cracks me up how we sit here and talk about her like she's a real person. I want to punch her really in the face. a fictional character. No, she makes me angry like she's a real damn person. Like somebody in town I'm talking about on Facebook group. <laughs> that we bitch Serena that. Joy. Um, <laughs> but uh, so later on, uh, June, Luke, and uh, Moira are in the kitchen and Tuello comes mm-hmm. over. And this is, again, like, infuriates me because it seems like he has one foot in both on both sides, which I know right. is not the case, right? We don't know, know that, though. I feel like he's having to be diplomatic. He does have to be diplomatic. He has he has a little bit too much sympathy for Serena Joy. 
But I feel like he is giving June like very sensible answers. That's the thing, right? It's like you and I are like, oh, shoot her. Shoot Serena Joy, right? (laughs) Just do it. But like in the real world, you do have to have the people who are diplomatic and like keeping the peace, you know? Because when he tells her, that's not, what does he say? That's not how things are done. Right. Basically, you can't just uh, take the law into your own hands. mm -hmm. Um, That's just not how this, that's not how this is going to work. And he's right. That's not how the world works. You can't do that. Well, he is right, but he was not right when he says to her, well, maybe your expectations were just a little bit too high. Um, Mm -hmm. Something along the lines of that. Well, I thought that was really shitty because um, she absolutely has the right to have high expectations after being raped and, you know, delivering a baby by herself. I mean, just everything she went through. Yeah. Tuello. Maybe we are you on, we're need on to June's raise your side. expectations. Exactly. We're on June's side. Tuella needs to slip the, the little poison plants June is, is mm. growing into Serena Joy's drink. Mm-hmm. Um, watch that happen. I would love it. I'd post this clip mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, the, but he is he is like right on his end. So I understand that. I The understanding is there, but I'm still on June's side. Like, shoot up everybody. Okay, do it. Do it. Um, <laughs> because she, she also, Luke kicks him out. June mm-hmm. calls him a fucking disappointment. Like, Disapp- get your, yes. Fuck it. I was like, yes, June. Yes. Yes. I, I, you know, people are not happy with June these days, but I think she is, she's so strong and she's showing so, so much strength too. and it, mm-hmm. it really like fires me up and I'm like there with her. Right. I'm, I'm in the, on the picketing line with her. Um, yep. I'm team June all mm-hmm. the way. I don't know. It's just like this, this whole episode, this scene was like, a little chaotic in and of itself, even though it was so quiet, because like they start putting horror movie music into it. Did you notice that? Mm. Where it was like this, like ambient horror movie, like music, and it was it was weird and eerie. Well, it was eerie. Even the like, I don't want to go back and talk about it, but the scene of her at the park, yeah, swinging Nicole was a little bit eerie at first. The sound of the yeah. swing, the creaking of the yeah. swing and there was like it's nobody around yeah and and it, ma- it very much matches the end of the mm-hmm. last episode right mm-hmm. um and i noticed that like again back to the coloring of this episode mixed in with that this is the color grading of this episode is a lot more horror movie like where usually the episodes are a little bit faded right everything looks kind of faded and the darks mm-hmm. aren't as dark they're kind of mm-hmm. gray but the darks were really dark in this episode like all the black lines, all the shadows, like everything was very much like a horror movie. You notice all the things I don't really notice. Love it. I love a horror movie. I but I also watch podcast. it and while I'm getting ready and I listen to it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, Handmaid's Tale, my mom thought, thinks Handmaid's Tale is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I listen said, to oh, when I drive in the car. She she only she only knows the 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 the, the crank radio from her day. You know, you listen to the your programs. <laughs> um, that night June goes and digs up the gun, and I was like, oh, oh, we're mm-hmm. going somewhere. That, but I only expected it to be that scene. I did not expect her to drive to Serena Joy's office that night, and I was, was like, mm-hmm, and stood down there and just stared at her. Yeah, and you, you've been pointing out all season, Serena Joy looking down at June, and we keep having these shots. Right, now, like, we keep going back and forth. Time. Yeah, back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth. Mm-hmm. And this time, Serena Joy is staring down at June, and her mm-hmm. face is not triumphant. It is scared shitless. Serena yeah. Joy is terrified. How she interacts with others, she is very much, like she likes to use the word posturing. Mm. Um, she is posturing because she is scared. And yeah. She cannot show it, you know, um, but I was like, oh my gosh, June, if you're going to do it, just do it and drive away. Go fast. <laughs> but you know, she's got protection now. So well, then don't sit next to the windows. Should you? Mm. <laughs> when you're taking your picture, I don't even know what that was. We'll get to that. I don't yeah. Even it seems know like June though. It's like, I don't know. Because at now, like this episode, the couple times that she does see Serena Joy, she kind of freezes up and like, I, mm-hmm. I like can't react almost. Like her body won't let her react to it. Um, so I'm like, well, yeah, I think she just wants to do it, but then at the same time, I don't. I I think she does have that that voice in her head that stops her and tells her, "You have a lot to lose. You really yeah. do." 
So stop it. I don't know what the voice is in her head. It's a deeper voice now. You notice her voice is just It like, was today, too. Jesus, Luke. Luke. There was a particular... What was that scene? I was going to tell you. It was her and Luke in the car. Yes. Raining. And, she was, and her, yes. she's like, Luke, that's a gun. <laughs> I can't promise you it won't shoot Serena Joy. <laughs> I'd like, damn, where are we going with this? And then when she was handling the gun in the fucking car right mm-hmm. before she like sees Serena Joy, I'm like, it's going to go off. It's going to shoot one of the the the, the supporters. It's going to shoot somebody. It's going to like <laughs> blow the car up. June, do you know how to handle a gun? <laughs> Quick break in our discussion to talk about Helix Sleep, the sponsor for today's episode. Helix Sleep, the company. We love working with this company. We have been working with this company for over two years now. And the mattresses from this company, truly the product, we have a queen-size midnight luxe mattress and a king-size midnight luxe mattress, and they are the most comfortable mattresses I have ever slept on. I have long had real serious problems with insomnia, staying up all night, uh, just laying down, not being able to go to sleep. My mind just won't turn off, and this mattress really does, while it doesn't take it away completely, just insomnia is a thing on its own, um, I do lay on this mattress, and it is much easier for me to get to sleep, and the past two years have been much easier for me to get to sleep because of these mattresses. Helix is a premium mattress and a box company that makes beds to fit your unique sleep style. Helix knows that everybody is different and everybody has their own unique needs and so they've made a sleep quiz that'll match you with your perfect mattress based on your needs. I am an all-over sleeper. Alistair is more of a side sleeper. He likes a firm mattress. I like, uh, you know, more medium. We took the quiz together and we got the Midnight Mattress. One of the best parts about Helix is that they deliver the mattress right to your door for free. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up yourself. And if it makes you nervous to buy something online that you haven't tried, Helix has a 100 night sleep trial so you get more than 3 months to make sure that you absolutely love it. And if you don't, They'll pick it up for you and you'll get a full refund. If you or somebody you know is in the market for a new mattress and you think that Helix sounds right for you, you can go to helixsleep.com slash tequila where you can get up to $200 off of your mattress. And we don't have Alistair here for this part. Two free pillows. This is one of my favorite scenes in this episode because she goes back home and Luke, Luke is up waiting for her. And mm. they have a whole conversation in the kitchen. I'm glad Luke had some wine out too. He needed it. <laughs> he needed a good <laughs> glass of wine waiting for his wife. Um, but he delivers, like, I was worried that it was going to be what we've been getting all season, what we get last season is like, June, snap out of it. But mm-hmm. he showed so much understanding here and so much capability to be a, a rock for mm-hmm. June and a pillar of strength for June that I, mm-hmm. I freaking love him. I love him so much. And I'm scared they're doing this because they're going to kill him. <laughs> oh, stop. I, I just think he's really, I mean, I think he's been some. I've been a fan of him the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's been trying the whole time she's been yeah. back. But I think now he, he kind of sees some kind of, kind of sees some of it. And he's just kind of like, she's right. I've got to back her up. Yeah. She's not crazy. And in a different sort of way too, right? Like he is like kind of, uh, cause I get maybe when she shows up covered in blood and like in a, a, a dizzy mm-hmm. state and running around and not washing it off. Maybe people are like, June, what the hell are you doing? But like, he really does show her a lot of understanding here. Right. He's not shutting her down. He doesn't like, she's like having a little freak out. She's like, what is wrong with me? I like could have, I, I wanted to do something really bad. Like I, mm-hmm. I drove to her office and she's being really honest with him right. and not keeping anything from him. And this is right. not something we've seen from them too in a really long time without like them having to pull it out of each other. And right. she's finally just being honest with him and he's not shutting her down. He's like, you know what? You have been fighting this for so long. Let me try and I will try to do it in a different way and see what I can do. Right. And in that way, he's like, I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm just saying, let's find a different strategy. Let me Mm -hmm. help you, June. Right. Let me help you. I love that. It like melted my whole heart. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm, It was a lot for me. (laughs) I was like, it was, it was truly a lot. Were you Um, crying? I wasn't crying, but it's just those moments that I've been talking about in our past couple episodes where, like, somebody delivers her a little bit of validation, Mm -hmm. right? Like, we need Mm -hmm. validation. And somebody needs to tell her, no, you're not crazy. You're feeling these intense emotions. Um, And maybe you're not going about things, like, in the 100% correct way, but we can do something about this. Um, Because now he has a fire under his ass as well, right? Because Serena Joy is parading his daughter on TV. Right. You right. Know? And so he wants to try to like shut the building down, get her like removed from the country, however he can do it, you know? Um, 
So I, I just love him. We kind of we go check back in with Lydia and Janine. Oh, another one of my really, like favorite scenes in this episode. It was so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I was glad Janine finally kind of was able to mm-hmm. just kind of put it in Aunt Lydia's face and let her know, yeah. you know what? This is shit. Yeah. You're shit. Janine I still gives, have one eye. Do you want the other one? Janine gives zero Fs anymore. Like she well, does she not care. She's got one eye. She can barely walk now. I know. She's like, look at what you guys are doing to me. You want me to deliver a baby? You right. want me to have a baby? <laughs> Oh god. I am not do but like I and I love the uh, and I'm I'm not one over on Lydia yet. I'm not one over yet, but I love seeing the kind of like turning of the wheels in her head that she's like realizing mm-hmm. things little by little and she is, you know, she lets Janine talk to her that way. And I was right. nervous for a second that Lydia was going to snap or something, mm-hmm. but she lets her kind of get her frustrations out while she's trying to like make her case for like God brought you here for a reason, blah 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 blah. Um and I feel like this is turning into, well, the reason is that Janine, Lydia needs to help Janine get the girls out, you know? Right. Maybe she's not there yet, but she's. it seems like she's getting there for me. I'm hoping that's the direction that we're going to. I'm not I 100% so. sure, but I'm I'm hoping. I hope so. But Janine is, you know, uh, Lydia has that moment where she kind of snaps on Esther again and mm-hmm. says something right. negative about Esther. And Janine's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Really? This is a 14-year-old who has been abused mm-hmm. by her husband. She's like being forced into this into this life and you ab- have abused her too. Right. Like what do you expect to happen with all of us when yeah, we're being definitely. treated this way? And that really gets Lydia. Yeah. Yeah. But then Lydia kind of gets it from her but then also gets from Commander Lawrence. Yeah some tidbits of information i i don't know if he's trying to like light a fire under her um just by things that he says because mm-hmm. okay so if you go back when they were at the putnams and um commander putnam asked if or told lydia to leave and leave esther in there with him you could tell she didn't really want to yeah um she had a look on her face so she knows that there's some hinky stuff going on oh, with the course. commanders. Right. She knows this, but commander Lawrence just kind of put it all out there today and was like, yeah. mm. commander Lawrence is, is freaking wild to me. Cause he is basically Switzerland, right? He's like neutral. Mm-hmm. He is neutral, but at the same time, he's not neutral because he has chosen a side. He has chosen his side and he is like holding up this establishment. He has no intention to try to escape and go live any other life. He is an accomplice to all of this. Um, right. But he is the one that is going to deliver all of the truth to everybody. That's his role in this. And he does deliver the truth. He tells her, tells Lydia, because Lydia wants, I thought it was so great that Lydia, like, I mean, it's still really messed up. Like, maybe they shouldn't be bred like cattle. But, like, Lydia still like, well, maybe we should right. have the girls living at the Red Center and the commanders can come up. Because, honestly, why do the girls need to be in the house, those houses being abused like right. that? Um, and Commander Lawrence is like, no. Um, the, the, these men, that's what they want to do. They, that's what they want to do. He called, what does he call them? He calls them pious men. Right. Um, he said they're all pious men and yeah. they just want um, to breathe the air when they walk by. They and, want to be creeps you know. and they want to be, right. they created this they whole do. system so that they could be creeps and they could right. be rapists and all of that mm-hmm. um, freely and legally. And, right. you know, this sounds disgusting, especially coming from a commander himself, but uh, it is just the truth. He is right. just speaking the truth. Like, this is the system that we're in, Lydia. And right. You're not going to change that. You know, I don't really understand him, though, and why he is there and how he came to be a commander. Because when June was there at the house, he didn't yeah. want ceremony with June. He helped June, you know, orchestrate a whole escape and get a yeah. bunch of kids out and a bunch of people out and so I don't really understand his I don't understand his role really I don't either and I think we're getting there I think there's a lot of uh misdirect with Lawrence I think sometimes mm-hmm. like especially with when June was living in the house like he was clearly helping where he could mm-hmm. for because of some sort of conscience there had to have been some sort of conscience there but I think the wife was more the conscience and he mm. was like doing it more for his wife um because Maybe. I really don't think like he cares either way I think he is set up in a pretty decent position. He gets to sit surrounded by his books and like just kind of live his life and, and chill right. out. Um, 
But like, so we're seeing this sort of parallel with Lydia and Serena Joy this same season, the same sort of parallel that Mm -hmm. um, they both have been wanting to make change within the system of Gilead, whether for the better or for their own sort of power gain. Um, And they're both realizing that they can't do that, that Gilead is not going to to shift or bend for them. And mm-hmm. so maybe they have to take things into their own hands and do, do something else outside of Gilead. Um, because I think, I do think that's where we're headed with, with Lydia, you know? Yeah. Especially after this one. I, I, we'll have to see the next one. Did you listen to the Testaments? No, I haven't. I haven't mm. yet. What is, well, what I'm is, not going to, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't really want to talk about it and I'm not done. Just with give it, a little so. tidbits, a, a couple tidbits. What is Lydia? What's going on with well, Lydia in there? Um, I mean, I'm not that far, but I'm farther than we are right now. Um, okay. And Lydia's still there and they're still handmaids. And, but we have Pearl Girls. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just have to keep listening and I'll fill you in and clue you in because everyone's uh. talking about it. I wonder if there's going to be. Um, a series of the testaments when this is over i, don't I hope know. so i want them to continue with something else maybe like take a year off give us all like mm-hmm. a year of of pause and then come back with something because it is a very relevant show especially with the themes that we're seeing in our real world today right um, but so lawrence is also he also has a, a phone call with serena joy oh and yeah this is where serena joy uses the uh, posturing mm-hmm. posturing june is posturing i'm not scared of june when in reality she's right. terrified of june and and lawrence right. knows that and he's like they don't even say her name they're like he's like you know that bad kid she misbehaves you better watch yeah. your ass serena joy yeah, I always forget she's pregnant too. Every time she pops up on the screen, I'm like, "Oh, just like pop the baby out real quick. Go ahead and do it." And she's big pregnant, <laughs> but see, I think that's gonna come with maybe something to do with the baby being yeah. born and where she's staying at. So yeah, it's weird. It's wild. Um, oh, that could. Mm, we'll talk about mm, it. We'll talk about mm. it. Yep. Um, so where they have the call, uh, and then so this again infuriates me because like why is serena joy poking june so much leave her ass alone she sends a like it's an announcement it is right. it is do you remember when we watched and that Anne frank thing when we were in germany it was that two-part like Anne frank uh like tv movie mm-hmm. and i yeah and you like showed it to me that was the very first time right. i ever heard of Anne frank right do you remember in the scene where um the nazis are flying planes over and they drop all of the papers all over amsterdam that say um Mm -hmm. amsterdam surrendered out that is what this is this is Mm -hmm. nazi shit this is like them sending a a a little announcement um saying our intention fully is to like expand gilead this is this is you know this is where we're going with this and not only that this envelope that this announcement is in says fucking offered offered Yep. I wanted to flip the table. <laughs> yep. She addressed it to Offred. And so she knows what she's doing. It's a chess. They're playing chess. But why? She knows Leave what her she's doing alone. because she doesn't even call her Offred anymore. She calls yeah. her June. She's not Offred anymore. She has not been Offred in like two cycles. You know? I know. And so <laughs> and so she calls her June. And so I yeah, she was just trying to poke the bear a little bit by doing that. It's and it's so wild. It's just like it's Serena Joy. Just like go away. Well, Leave I think her, her doing that awakens something else also in Luke and Moira. So. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. I think that the, those wheels were already in motion, but it definitely like is spurring because they're right. seeing Serena Joy do this, right? You know, and whereas June has been telling them this is happening, now they're seeing it more and mm-hmm. more and more. The daughter being dangled, this little letter uh, addressed to Alfred, you know. No, it is like, it is like, like, uh, like uh, pushing a trauma victim with their own right. trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Like who mm-hmm. does exactly. that? Serena Joy. Who does that? Yeah, exactly. Because it's not Gilead. even, it's not even part of their, it's not even part of their Gilead though. This is not a Gilead thing. This is a Serena Joy thing because mm-hmm. like you said, June is not, has not been named Offred in a long time. That is a very specific mm-hmm. attack and mm-hmm. a specific form of harassment that Serena Joy is doing. Um, and June has a little bit of a freak out. She like goes and puts herself in the corner and is like, because this is what I noticed June is doing this episode is putting herself in the corner to try to like, <sighs> calm down, calm down. And other people are coming in and being like, you're, 
you're valid here. And like Moira comes in right. and she has that whole talk with Moira and she's like, we're going to do something. Um, you need to like yeah. let Luke in a little bit and like let some people in because this is not okay. And uh, this is just a whole episode of why we hate Serena Joy. <laughs> yep. I just want to poke her in the eye. Poke I her in the eye. Take her eye out. Take another finger off. You know, all of the yes. things that I do there. You take her tongue mm-hmm. too. Um, mm-hmm. He shows up with the like clearly there to do it his way right he's like hey i have all these codes and we could have this building shut down this right. these are your options here you do that my wife is gonna kill you luke is very much like dude i don't know if you realize but my wife is a gangbanger now okay <laughs> yeah like she's she she's around with a gun exactly she has a gang of women who have guns and trucks <laughs> of cars and she buries <laughs> guns out in the yard is very mob style okay yeah i don't so. think you want to be fucking with my wife i will let her kill you yeah um and then she's he says and he really tries, oh, and I just, like, felt for him so much. And he's like, or you can help us get my daughter back. And so, yeah. oh, my God, her fucking smirk. The Agnes her is happy. Her Agnes smirk. is with fit and, and loving and parents. Puts her hand on her belly, and she's like. <laughs> yeah, he says, Hannah, help us get Hannah back. And she comes back at him. Agnes is with fit and loving parents. Mm. And why didn't you do anything to help her before you spent all of these years? Yeah. Um, So I think she just kind of um, sucker punched him with that one because, and because he was trying, um, he was trying to do stuff from the other side and he was, I don't know. Trying to do things in a a morally sound way, right? Like he's trying to continue to be morally sound. Um, He's trying not to kill anybody. But she's just like not stopping. And this is what really gets me is I know people like the action and people like, you know, Serena Joy throwing June on the ground or June throwing Serena Mm -hmm. on the ground and them yelling at Mm -hmm. each other in their faces. And like those are powerful acting performances. But this is the subtlety of acting as well. This is really good stuff. And it's stuff that when you feel such strong emotion, you know they're doing their jobs right. Because I had to pause it and I had to be like, I don't know if I can like take this sort of evil. This is evil. Mm-hmm. And like this stuff really like sits deep within me and it makes it really hard to watch. Like I'm having a really hard time watching Serena Joy this season. Because other seasons we at least get those little glimpses that kind of take us out of how evil she is and like show us shows, shows us that she has a little bit of humanity. We're not seeing that this season. And mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to watch Serena Joy. Well, I think she also feels a little bit she's gotta try to have some power and be powerful because she's basically yeah. alone. She is alone. And that's something mm-hmm. we haven't really talked about. She is out on her own, like on this island. Yeah. And with, yeah. with all guns from all sides pointed at her, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, that motivation there, I totally understand. But it's just fucking hard to watch, you know. It's, like, real, real. Oh, it's challenging. This is a challenging show. It challenges my mental maybe health. You, maybe you shouldn't watch it. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't watch this. I shouldn't watch Dahmer. Maybe I just need to, like, turn on some. Emily in Paris needs to come back is what I need. Yeah, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I did rewatch Emily in Paris not too long ago. Gilmore Girls. Bye-bye. I've been thinking of Emily. <laughs> No, you're just fun. poking me. You're poking me like Serena Joy pokes June. <laughs> I was just thinking you're gonna call me like, Elf Alistair next. Lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke finally, like, oh, I loved this. He finally says, "You know, my wife might kill you, but I might kill you too." So, like, mm-hmm. watch your freaking back. Throw the paper. You it's know. like, I'm either going to shut the building down or my wife's going to kill you. And I'm going to let her. I'm going to let her. Maybe I'll kill you myself. And she's like, you're going to, you're here because of bad plumbing? <gasps> yes. And she even brings up Nick. Like, why, Serena? No, I know. She, she's like, it's okay. Nick was supporting June. Evil, evil, because there's no reason she needs to do that. Exactly. There's no reason that, like, she may have beliefs and all of that, but when you have to dig in deep at somebody, that just shows your true colors and how cold your heart is. Too bad that Nick, or too bad that Luke, or Nick, ah, too bad that Nick had to support your wife after we kidnapped her and forced her into slavery and rape and and stole your daughter and... Yeah, where were you? Mm. It's your fault. June does it's go back insane. to this office too. The, the, the she's I guess Serena Joy is having a, a photo shoot. Yeah, <laughs> what made, was that? Made me look. I don't know because the the faces she's making during these pictures, these pictures are not going to come out nice because she's like, well, 
I mean, she's just standing up against the wall. She's not even like doing it's an like angle. a like a headshot she or something. Didn't. Yeah, she's looking rough, and um, she's like, "We're going to use natural light. Let's go to the window." I'm like, "Go to the window, do it." <laughs> He's like, "You can't go to the window." <laughs> um, June shows shot. up with the gun again. She's like, "I think about it sometimes. I think about murder. I think about." She shows up, and there's protesters, and um. And these protesters are like real nasty. And do you see I they're know, all wearing awful. those colors too? Yeah, awful. They're a bunch of posers is what they are. None Probably. of them are wearing skirts. They're all wearing like hoodies and, and pants mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like, let these people into Gilead. Just let them go. Right. Yeah. Let them, I don't. I still don't understand why they're not doing that. Right. It's they so want to be there so bad. Let them go. Mm-hmm. Drop them mm-hmm. off in no man's land. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, so one of them, one of these guys, like punches Moira like super hard. I, I know. wanted Moira to get in on it. I wanted her to beat some ass. She couldn't. She was she, on the ground. He punched the shit out of her. And June's like, just like pulls the gun out and she's like pointing at everybody. Get this is where I like I, I usually support June's decisions. I'm very pro June. I was I was not supporting this decision. Right, Do not right. waste your bullet on these people. You right. have one bullet basically, and that is for that woman up there. Right. Wait. Because now you're waving right. a gun around and we all know you have a gun and somebody's gonna come to your house. Right. And you're gonna get arrested and you didn't even get the job. Exactly. Done. You're not anonymous. People know your face, okay? <laughs> June's like a short little bob haircut and walking around city. Everybody knows who you are, June. Like that. <laughs> They're like that. Lady, make this face. They hold her ID up and she's just... <laughs> like, yes, this is June. J- June Osborne. Um, and she like, so she fires into the damn air and I'm like, June, stop. Stop. And it sh- stresses me out. Stresses me out. Um, Luke comes running up and like ushers her away and they take off running. I'm like, you have nowhere to run. Everybody's seen you. We know well, you. They, they leave. They got in the car. They uh, left. But when but, they go to get in the car... They like, because they're evacuating Serena Joy now too, and from mm-hmm. the building because they they hear the gunshot. From the gunshot, mm-hmm. and they these four Serena Joy, her bodyguard, um, uh, Luke and 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 June run into each other on the street corner. I could have died. And it was I like, almost fell. I don't know how people are calling this episode boring with a moment like that. I was like, I know. Stressing, gripping my gripping my my own hands. I'm glad I don't have no nails because I I scratched myself. I was like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? Serena She's got Joy the gun in her pocket. Terrified. I saw June's hand and go back like June, this, and I'm like, oh, she's gonna shoot her. <laughs> but I think that it, this scene right here really proved that she does have the ability to stop and take a different route because yeah. I really think she would have shot her. But I think she made the conscious decision she wasn't going to because of the baby. She looked down. She saw the pregnant mm-hmm. belly. I personally don't think she's going to hurt Serena um, while she's pregnant. I don't mm-hmm. think that she's going to. And I don't think she yeah. would do anything to harm a child. Well, and she yeah. knows that. You said last mm-hmm. episode also when she did like go up to Serena Joy's car. like She, she could have like smashed the window with a rock mm-hmm. and like pulled her out by her hair. She's not mm-hmm. trying to hurt Serena Joy. Mm-hmm. She's like, leave me and my family alone. Like, go slither off somewhere. Why can't you right. do that? Why do you have to send me like letters and poke me and come right. after me? Well, like, uh, and I think... And it's I, getting to her real bad. I think that Serena's trying to bring Gilead there. Mm-hmm. That's another okay. So this is like going back to that scene where she gets the like little notice and the the announcement in the mail that um, we didn't even talk about. Yeah, she has a, a whole freak out because she's like telling them this is like this is what they're doing. Nobody's listening. This is what they're doing. And guess what they right. did before? This is what they did right. before, right? right? We all picketed. We like because we remember those those flashback scenes mm-hmm. from those mm-hmm. episodes, right? We remember them on the bridge and then everybody starts like throwing like smoke bombs right. and like shooting people and they're hiding in the restaurant while that, oh, that brilliant song was playing. I don't remember what it was, but they were playing that song that like really, I think that was the episode that hooked me too. It was like episode three of the mm. first season. Um we remember all of that. We remember them yep. taking, uh, they're showing up at work and the boss has to fire everybody. They go to like right. charge a credit card. The credit cards aren't working anymore. Like this is how things like that happen. Go back to Nazi Germany. That is how things like that were happening, right? You have somebody set up in an office spreading ideologies like this right. and it spreads and it spreads like wildfire. It spreads like a disease. And that's why history repeats itself is because we allow things like that. And mm-hmm. she is telling everybody this is happening currently right. and like, no one's listening to her maybe i just need to put a bullet in her head and it'll stop because you but, know right right what's the necessary like what's 
a necessary evil, I guess, was what it would be. And it is getting mm-hmm. really intense, and we are very much positioning this to happen. So I, I, I don't see... I don't even see it stopping by the end of the show. I feel like Gilead is. Oh, it's not going to. It's not going to stop by the end of the show. But Mm -hmm. the episode for next time was, or the, the teaser for the next Mm -hmm. episode. The trailer was kind of crazy. Because anyway, keep going. Well, so June, June, (laughs) June and Luke run off. She doesn't shoot Serena Joy, but Serena Joy, they like have a long moment staring at each other. You know, Serena Joy knows this could be the moment, but I think she knows that. Dune is not going to shoot her. And I just wish Serena Joy would be like, recognize that June chose not to do that. June oh, chose she... not to do anything to her. But like, we won't see any of that. We won't see any sort of appreciation from Serena Joy or anything like that. This damn bitch. Um, well, she's entitled, so. Uh, very much so. Um, Lydia has a little bit more understanding with Janine. <laughs> Janine keeps telling keeps telling Lydia, I can't freaking walk, Lydia. <laughs> You think God, I don't think God did this to me. I She's think like, you guys did this to me. Stop with the Bible verses. Stop telling She's me. She's like, stop it. <laughs> and Lydia like has this moment where she says, well, I need you to help me take care of these girls and like watch over them. This is, I'm telling you, baby steps, but I think we're getting there. I think well, we Janine's are starting to get like, there. just like, why? Why would I, why would I do that? So and we that see, you can go yeah. um, punish them for mm-hmm anything that happens or anything they say or whatever. And Lydia's like, no, I'm trying to do this differently. Yeah. I see the steady, the steady defiance in, in Janine too, that I really like that she's outwardly expressing that and -hmm. like not even holding back anymore. I think she's at the point where she's like, nobody dies in this damn show, by the way. (laughs) Well, the thing is, is that, I mean, I, I recognize her defiance, but you know, and so Lydia definitely has a different heart for Janine than she did June because June was defiant and Lydia just. Alistair. Oh, okay. I heard somebody <laughs> walking around in there. <laughs> what was that? Okay, bye. He just came to change. Alistair says hi. Tell him I said hi. She said under his eye. Uh, yeah, but I, I love this, that Janine, like, knows that she can, she, she just, it's not even that she knows she can get away with it now, she just doesn't care anymore. She's like, mm-hmm. I've already almost died, like, 50 times, I've had my eye plucked mm-hmm. out, I can't freaking walk, like, if you want to just, like, zap me with your little sticky pole, or, like, kill me, just do it, because, mm-hmm. like, this is where I'm headed anyway. Yeah, poison um, didn't even kill me. And, <laughs> the writers of the show, it's not, she, she, she even says the line, she says, I don't think it's God that did this to me, and she knows it's the writers of the show. Yeah, they she's did this like... <laughs> <laughs> she's like the writers of the show do this to me i'll never they if you if you won't let me go let me die please <laughs> um but i love that janine like is now gonna be like mother hen to all of this she's gonna be i feel like she's gonna rise up to like mm-hmm. a sort of june level and they're gonna go into the resistance and I, I see it coming man i feel it in my bones um but then we go back to uh, Luke and June, and they're sitting in the car, and it's raining. And this is just, oh, the vibes of this whole scene. It was a good, oh, good scene. It was real good. This was very mm-hmm. much like, do you remember the movie Prisoners? It reminded me of Prisoners with uh, Hugh Jackman. And it was like the his kid like got kidnapped, and they they. How does wanted... this remind you of that? Because there's like there's a, a there's a lot of like scenes like this where they like talk about doing the bad thing and like um, hurting the bad guy and there's rain um, and like just the vibe is the same. Oh, um, I see what you mean. I thought, hmm. yeah. And this is okay. like Loon took the the gun from June. Loon took I, the uh, gun from June. Loon took the the, the June gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even drinking alcohol. This is the Diet Coke. This is getting to me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Luke took the gun from June, and I was like, oh, just give her the damn gun. Let her keep it. I know you can't, but let her do it. He's um, like, hmm. I know, and they have this moment that, like, so shocked me. So that he's you just clean like, this yourself? Like, good job, June. Good job, June. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, yes, I did. I did, June. Or I did, Luke. I, and I'm going to, I saw it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we didn't get to YouTube and Gilead. I've been watching all these YouTube videos. I didn't kill her this time. 
Yeah. And but Luke, I might next time. Well, now they show a moment of understanding where they're kind of on the same page. And it's unspoken, mm-hmm. but they're mm-hmm. on the same page now. They sleep together again while the chain, like yes. a cover of the chain is playing. Loved that. Yeah. That you was know what? pretty everyone, cool. Everyone was talking about that today. Really? The cover of yeah. the chain? Yeah. Yep. I love when they do that stuff. It's like what we were just talking about with that scene of them protesting and they like mm-hmm. had a cover of whatever song it was. Mm-hmm. They do that. Those are freaking cool. Like the music mm-hmm. in this is really cool. Um, do you remember when uh, June was uh, having to like sit in waiting with. It was the handmaid who shot herself, right? And like she kept, she just had to like sit there on her knees in the hospital room for the entire oh, episode. Yeah. She kept, yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. It was some song. Um, I always forget the damn song. I don't but again, remember the song. It was real good. Like they I do like real good with the music songs. in this. Yeah. Um, they sleep together all while we we get this inner cutting of Serena Joy being driven to this like safe house. And I thought I thought this guard was like in on something for a second. I'm like, are we back in no man's land? Right. <laughs> Where are we going here? Uh, I got a little tense for a second, and then we like get to the house. Mrs. Mrs. Ryan. Land. Wheeler. Uh, let me say. Alanis. She's not I even think, Alanis Wheeler. She's, I don't she's think fine. Sabrina Joy knows what she's just got herself into because Miss well, Alanis. Well, the lady's like touching her belly. And Serena's Alanis just like, is a little crazy. A little like. like She's she going to take my baby. Yeah. I would be sure to say immediately, this is a boy. You don't want You don't want him. It's a, it's a boy. It's not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but so th- this is kind of where we leave off. Um, oh no. So yeah, this is where we leave off for Serena Joy. She is now like in the safe home, but she like her face kind of twists. She's like, oh, I don't know. I want to be at this yeah. house. Do we have a hotel room? Can we go to the, the Four Seasons? Maybe. <laughs> and her, her bodyguard guy just let her go in there. He just left her. Does he stay in the car? Does he, he go seems, home? He like, seems weird. Like he's like a secret agent or something. Ezra. He's not, he's not some sort of, he's not Gilead. Um, he's Ezra. But we end on some, like one of the best shots in the show for me, I think, is it was so cool. And it has so much meaning um, mm. where we get this like slow moving dolly shot that moves in on June. We get, it's moving in mm-hmm. on her face, guys. Her face. As the, she's got this bonfire going in front of her. You're seeing her pores. <laughs> Sorry for y'all. I know everybody hates it, okay? But she's not wearing uh, Kylie Cosmetics. Sorry. <laughs> Apologize. She don't have the lip kit. She don't have the lip kit on, okay? Maybe she oh. will at the last episode when she gets Hannah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, the yeah, the, the shot goes in on her. She's got this bonfire going, and she holds the note that Serena had sent her. Mm-hmm. We've got two. The, the note represents two things. The expansion of Gilead um, and the promise that this is going to, uh, that Gilead will be just worldwide, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Any sort of, and I guess I, I have already like figured that she's cut ties from her past already, but like this is a more symbolic way of her doing that because she's burning that name. Right, right. She's, she's no longer offering. Because she's already burned her submission. She's never really submissive. But um, I think maybe at times her, we've seen that her past has held her back and I think we're going to see her start to move away from it. So people rejoice, right? Everybody's wanted her to get over it. And I think she need she knows mm-hmm. she needs to in order to make some sort of change, whether it's a violent right. change or whether it's, uh, I, it's, I mean, it's going to be a violent change, but this is where we're going. And we end on that shot. And I thought that was just like chef's mm-hmm. kiss. It was so I liked perfect. it. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, my favorite sort of piece of this episode that I pull from it is that we're setting Luke and June up as this anti-hero couple now. Right. Who have had all of their conventional morality stripped from them and worn away from them, not by their own choice, but so many things are happening to them and they're getting hit so many times that you can't expect them to turn into anything but anti-heroes. And I love it. I I love it too. Love it. And I love that he's going to go with her. They're going to try to go do this together because that is what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. It looked like a movie in the the trailer for the next one. He is going with her. He said they opened the trailer for the next one. Like, you ready ready to go? Poor don't want that baby. <laughs> you got you got Nicole duty for a little bit. We'll be back. I wish Rita and Moira would just get together and be a couple. That'd be nice. They could yeah. just adopt Nicole and be together. Um, <laughs> they don't have to go into battle or nothing. Um, because Luke is like, let's go, June. And June's like, let's go. And then the explosions and guns. And 
it looks good though. I'm excited. The only bad thing is it's so hard to wait seven days. Like I feel like this seven days to this one was a really long time. It felt like it. It really did. Yeah. It really didn't. I feel like the next one is going to be even longer. It's going to yeah. feel terrible. I'm going to have to find something real to watch in between. Something mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to need a drink for the next episode. I'm going to get my box of wine ready and watch it with like a little bit of alcohol in because it's going to be it's going to be stressful. If Luca dies, we're going to riot. I'm going to mm. like I'm going to go on the Facebook groups and gather a troop. I'm going to boycott it. Bo- boycott, yeah. Say boycott Henry's tail Facebook yep. group. Um and then I I've noticed another thing I've kind of pulled from it is we're getting a lot of earth shots this season of like the ground and dirt and I feel like that's a, that's some foreshadowing. I think a big player is kind of going it's going to go into the ground this season. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. What are your ending thoughts? Your maybe prediction for the next one? I don't even know if well, I can predict anything. I'm like at a loss these days. Well, <laughs> somewhere toward the end of the episode. Well, I don't know. Maybe not ba- based on everything I saw. But uh, I mean, don't I don't really have a prediction. I know June and Nick are going to go in. It's not Nick. Oh, Stop I mean- <laughs> doing that, okay? Stop it. She's she's a Nick and a Nick and June supporter. Okay, not, we don't do I that like here. June and Luke, but it we'll just, just combine their names. We'll just start calling them Lick. We'll do Lick, <laughs> and then that'll be easier for you. Okay, and we'll just know who you're talking about. I don't know why I had to keep doing that, but anyway, <laughs> we know they're gonna go in. Oh, him and maybe Luke and Nick are gonna fight. I wish. I feel like it's gonna be more like passive aggressive shit. But anyway, what happened to the lady that that lived with Luke for a little bit? Did we just discard her? Where is she at? I saw somebody on the message board one day say, what happened to this girl? And put a picture of her. We just forgot about her. We don't know. Where'd she go? Luke kicked her out. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But my takeaway of this one, I really loved it. Favorite scene was when Luke went to see Serena as heartbreaking as it was, I loved when he said, it's either going to be this or my wife's going to kill you and I'm going to let her. That was powerful. So, I liked that. It was very powerful. I think when we give Luke these moments as well, they because they come so few and far between, I mm-hmm. feel like the power is even even almost stronger than when we mm-hmm. see it with June sometimes. Right. You know? And I, I, it just, it, I don't know, it makes a lot of sense. And just because he's quiet, just because he's sweet, just because he's like a little bit more off to the side doesn't mean he, he won't pop a cap in her ass either. You know, Serena Joy, watch well, out. Well, he's just, he's just, uh, his crazy's not just all out there. <laughs> she went through, she went through hell for a lot of years. Okay. She's <laughs> well, no, she did. I'm not saying that that was uh, bad. I mean, it's not bad. I'm all yeah. about her. But I'm we just have, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of very clear, like, uh, couple bonding in this, in this episode. Yeah. And they are, they are I now, re- I loved. they are a hundred percent on the same episode, on the, on the same page now. Like they even felt each other's bullet wounds. They're like, we are connected. I know, but it's about time. It's about, about time. time that she's got full support from the people around her. Let's do this. And That's we cut the tie. We cut her tie says, from. Let's do this. <laughs> Come on, Nana. Let's do this. We cut the tie from uh, from June and, and and Nick, and I think we're strengthening the bond between June and Luke for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think this is I I don't think we have a love triangle anymore. I think we're I don't pretty, uh, I don't think we do either. I think this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I like it like this. This is what I want to happen. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. What would be the the so you you said your favorite scene? What would be the message you take away from this episode? Or the strongest, the strongest, uh, the strongest message or the strongest sort of, I don't know, something, something you really take from it. Unity. Unity. Togetherness. Partners in murder. Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. (laughs) Let's kill Serena Joy. (laughs) Yes, but they're not. I just want to, I just, I don't even know. I don't really even want them to kill her, honestly. Mm -hmm. I just want them to. I want them to, to take make her, her baby, honestly. I want them to make her squirm. I want her to hurt. I want her to feel pain. Yeah. I don't mean physical pain. I just mean I want her to feel, to be uncomfortable and yeah. feel pain like 
June felt. I want her in jail, and I want somebody. I, I mean, they already took take, one of her babies. I she never her, even talks about Nicole anymore. She don't give. Oh, she don't. She's not <laughs> even in that fight anymore. She's like, no, no, who? <laughs> that baby that belongs to that crazy lady. I don't want that baby. No, the baby that I went to Canada to go visit when y'all first took her. I don't even remember that baby anymore. Oh, I got this baby gosh, right here like, now. Yeah, I want them to take her baby, and I want her to spend the rest of her life behind bars, um, regretting be all of her decisions because in a she real prison. Have a baby. Yes, in a real prison with crazy ladies who uh, will beat her up every day. <laughs> And want to be her girlfriend. She, she's going to miss June so much. She's going to miss her. I know. She's going to go to prison and get a girlfriend. <laughs> she gonna get a, she's going to be a commander's wife again in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you guys think of the episode? Let us know. And let us know your predictions, the messaging you took from the episode and everything. And let us know what you think about it. I don't know. I guess we'll see you next time. See ya.